Hi, my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor Podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 155, Fertility Empowerment Show. Miracle Baby After 10 Years Infertility with Selena Rutenberger, Functional Medicine Practitioner. Suffered 10 years of infertility for miscarriages, then her oldest of two living children was diagnosed with autoimmunity at age of nine. Something had to change. A functional, holistic approach was answered for her. Welcome to my show, Selena. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, Pantea. I can't wait to hear your story. I know that's going to inspire a lot of people. Yes, yes, yes. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. Uh, can you tell me about yourself? How did you start uh, your fertility journey and what happened? You had your child after 10 years. What did you do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I, like you said, I'm a mom and we suffered with 10 years of infertility. We had four miscarriages in that process. And then eventually in 2005, we welcomed our oldest son, um, Spencer into the world and thought everything was going to be great. It was actually a full-term pregnancy, which was, um, really surprising because obviously the four miscarriages before, um, and then our second child was born about two years later, not quite two years later. Um, he though has arthrogryposis and that was something that developed in utero. And then, um, in 2014, our oldest son was diagnosed with type one diabetes, which is the autoimmune um, kind of lifelong challenge with diabetes. All right. Um, all right. So, uh, what was your, I know, what did you do differently to have your child? Yeah. So what had happened was when we had the fourth miscarriage, we were living in the Midwest and my husband is from new England and he really yearned to be back home. Like he's from the East coast. He, that's where he grew up. And so we kept moving back there, um, about an hour from where he kind of grew up. And within a year, we actually got pregnant on our own. So we had gone through a lot of infertility treatments prior to that. And once we got there, we were getting actually ready to do another set of infertility treatments. And just before we started that, the doctor's like, well, we got to do a, a pregnancy test just, you know, just for the, to cross our T's, dot our I's. And surprisingly we were pregnant and we were like, what happened? Because we weren't trying. Um, we were just gearing up for a whole nother series of, you know, all this infertility stuff. And so it was interesting because like we didn't, I guess the only thing we did differently was we were not stressing and looking back now, I can see the huge importance of stress when it comes to our fertility and our hormones. But at the time I functional medicine wasn't even anywhere on my radar, sort of natural medicine and kind of a holistic approach. I was pretty blurred as to what holistic really, really meant but we just weren't stressed. My husband was very happy living back home. We were able to go to the ocean quite frequently and spend a lot of time outdoors. Um, the stress levels were very, very different um, 
out there. And that's, that was the biggest change was we no longer burden of everyday life and, you know, trying to have a child and jobs and this, everything. And so that was, I think the biggest turning point and what allowed our bodies or my bodies. And I think my husband's too, to get out of that fight or flight mode and get to a state where yes, you can reproduce and have, you know, that's one of the reason I always talk to my clients and I, I always tell them that you have to live it. You have to surrender because that's what we did too. Like we gave up fertility treatments after two rounds of IVF, two rounds of IUI, and then so many miscarriages in between. And, you know, and then, okay, I'm going to collect this. Two, two miscarriages, two miscarriages there. And then we said, okay, that's enough. They're going to be relaxed. Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> so at that moment, then it happened. After two months of giving up, uh, I just went to acupuncture to do some adjustment because after IVF and all of those drugs, your body is not happy. No. So yeah, so I said, let's just be happy. I just want to be happy and just get rid of these hormones and then start restart my life again doesn't matter if we have a kid or not and then it happened <laughs> so that's so interesting uh, but you finally find functional medicine as for your child you apply to him and he actually get rid of autoimmunity disease and that was great because of that problem and solution that you find. If you go back, how do you do differently? Mm -hmm. um, well, first we did not get rid of the autoimmunity. We've gotten rid of all of his other things, but we do still have the type one diabetes. He was able to go on a huge long honeymoon, um, but his health completely transformed. And um, if, if I could change, I mean, if I knew now or then what I know now, so many things would be differently. Stress would definitely be one of the top things is that I would have not been so much into, and some of these things were good things, but like we did soccer, we did all these different activities. It was constantly go, go, go. And while they were good things, I mean, you think having fun playing with your kids and doing these different, you know, events, and it was too much. Like, I don't believe that we were designed to constantly be going one thing after another, after another. And when I look back and see like with him, how his health, what all happened and where he had flares of his other symptoms, it was always surrounding lots of activities. We were constantly going from one thing to another and not really rest in between, or it was rest. And, um, while we ate relatively kind of decent foods, or we did a lot of homemade foods, it's not enough to overcome if your body is still running. Like if we have our vehicles and we go, go, go. And if I would have not turned it off overnight when we were inside and running, the engine would have overheated, but that's what we were doing to our bodies. And if I had recognized, you know, I know that now, and I would have changed so much of that and spent more time just stopping and smelling the roses, much, much more self-care. I tend to do a lot for other people and not necessarily so much for myself. And I really noticed that whenever, like when he, his diabetes, his blood sugar numbers are very much affected when I am stressed, 
his glucose will be crazy high and we don't have to be in the same rooms. I don't even almost have to even be home. He, his body like senses whenever I am stressed and that connection is just fascinating to me as to how much that energy goes beyond the physical, you know, things that we see or the mental stresses. There's just this energy that between people and especially between mother and child. And I think so much of that is because that's what he developed in those nine months was in this environment where I was under an intense amount of stress because I was so worried about losing yet another child. Like this one, you know, came naturally and it was just, I was paralyzed pretty much the entire pregnancy worrying about, you know, are we actually going to succeed? And then that has translated into his health. He just has that stress kind of at his core and he's very, very sensitive to that. So I would changed a lot of things surrounding stress and not looking quite so much at your, our like definitions that we have of, Oh, well, if you're not, you know, if there's not bad stress, then it's okay. But a lot of good stresses can still be very overwhelming. I love this. <laughs> I love this topic that you said you're a stress and your uh, blood, um, your blood pressure your blood pressure really affect him, right? Because uh, that's what happened. Nobody knows. Like you are living in same roof and all the emotion gonna affect, affect you. So whatever you have in your family is gonna affect someone else. So that's why we have a lot of family disease. <laughs> Because uh, those disease is common in everybody, and uh, not only the type of the food we have, but only the the kind of stress and the environment can actually affect our health as well. So, tell me about your own system right now. What do you uh, what do you do? I saw your website. It's amazing because what I like about the assessment in the beginning, so you can have your assessment of health, uh, where you are uh, out from 10 out of 10. <laughs> so then you can actually find some um, problem in your body. What is it? How I can resolve it? So what else do you do? Like, that's the first step you give your patient and what else do you do? Yeah. So basically what I do is I kind of start with is just general assessments. Let's kind of get the groundwork of where you're at the semi-wise, but then we take it to a completely different level of looking at a complete holistic approach of what else is there besides those check engine lights? Like what kind of environment are you going living in when it comes to emotional health to relationships to other stressors to the kinds of foods we're eating. And then the history, like what happened farther back in, you know, your life during while your mother was carrying you, what can we do to look at creating a strategy? Cause it's more about, we got those symptoms. We've got those check engine lights. What do we do about it? So helping people to put all those pieces into context and understanding that can all have the exact same symptoms, but because we are experiencing different things in our life, what those symptoms mean or what, how our body is responding to that can be very different. I help people to understand and teach them. These are the things that you do. And we start creating a plan of, do we need to do lab work? There's sometimes we need to get more information to see what's going on underneath meta 
how is the body actually utilizing the foods that we are eating or the supplements we are taking? Are we taking too much? I do a lot of education on, we tend to kind of overdo things here in the U S like we just think more is better. And that translates into a lot of supplement, extra exercise and everything. We just, you know, so helping to look at that big picture. And then we will also go a lot of times go into the genetics. Like the genetics was another huge key turning point for me. When my son was diagnosed with the diabetes, he was flown. They flew an airplane down to come get us. We're in East Texas and flew him and I to Dallas children's. And during that time was a big, that's what kind of got me on the journey to functional medicine. And then after I got into functional medicine and started realizing, oh my goodness, these are some of those answers that I've been asking since I was trying to get pregnant, you know, was wrong. And then the genetic side of it was that next like big turning point inside of that functional medicine journey of realizing we have power to, to not necessarily change our genes, but to influence our genes. And our hair color or our ancestors, but these metabolic genes that we can actually influence how those work. Those are the building blocks. So just like a child can put those same Legos together and make different buildings, we can affect how our genes inside us work. And so I help teach people to find the clues of genes that may be challenging or may have um, like a one lane highway versus a four lane highway. What can we do to make sure that that one lane highway is not getting stopped back and clogged up leading to whatever symptoms are. And so I kind of put all those things into context. Yes. So do you have any recommendation for the couples who are struggling for fertility right now? What do you tell them? Yes. The first thing is the stress and it's looking at stress differently than what we are taught. But I think like what you did and kind of what we did without even knowing it was not making, you know, trying to have a child, your first priority and your first focus, because we have to be taking a step back and enjoying life. Like we have to be in that peaceful, um, regenerative state. Cause that's what makes our hormones work. Well, that's what makes a, the eggs to develop amazing. And for the sperm and for all of those things to work in harmony. So just, you know, enjoying one another and, you know, embracing the, the great gift of the two of you being together. And once we take that, it's amazing. The miracles that can happen. Beautiful. So you have your website with you. Can you talk about your website? Because this one go to podcast. Some people only listen to it. Sure. Yeah. So on my site, on the homepage, I do, like you'd mentioned, I have several different assessments. So to start your journey, there's a lot of free assessments that you just, you know, fill up a little phrase uh, and you can get your scores right then of to, you know, how did you score? There's one like your general health, there's candida. There's also some information on genetics. And then I have a resources page and I try to reference my resources page everywhere because my resources page has like, if you like to geek out, like I really am into science and biochemistry and all those things. So I put up my favorite books or my favorite courses, um, favorite charts, those kinds of things on my resources page. So you can go there. Most of those are free. Sometimes they are courses that you would have to enroll in, but I try to find things that you can get without, you know, spending thousands of dollars because I know what it's like to spend a lot of money on infertility. I mean, it's, it's a lot. 
and or any other health that you may be struggling with. And so I try to find ones that are actually going to give you good information that's solid that you can, you know, have action steps with. And then there's also different sections that I have like for women's health or for genomics or for gut health. I try to keep it somewhat limited just because there's so many things that we could be going on that when you narrow it down to, you know, these key areas, you can find the information easily as to, oh, you've maybe these other things, but I've not necessarily explored genomics. So there's a nice, nice genomics page. So her website is www.functionalperspective.com. If you like to do the assessment, I love this because I have done it myself. <laughs> so go ahead and you'll see, you may find some surprising factors there, surprising score and that those area you need to work on. Because what we do in functional medicine is just finding healing opportunities. We don't do any diagnosis, but uh, because underlying issues are more important than diagnosis, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. The diagnosis is at the wrong end of the equation. So that's, uh, you know, in this name of symptoms, but it's not really talking about what and really why, what is going on underneath the service. Like, I like diagnosis. I think we've completely, that's like the wrong end of this. The, we're at the complete wrong end of the, the scale there to where we should be looking for answers and for, for our health. All right. Uh, do you have any other words, any other um, hopeful sentence can give us some inspiration? Um, I think that comes back to the same thing is, you know, stopping and smelling the roses and getting back to the simple things in life, laughter, finding what really brings you that laughter that makes your stomach hurt that you just laugh so hard. Because when you do that, your body cannot be in the stressful state. And so finding those things, embracing those things, um, those are like the core of everything that I do. And everyone I talk with laughter is like my non-negotiable. Like if you have to have chocolate or if you have to you know, eat whatever food, it's fine. We're going to be laughing. So we, laughter is so important and to find opportunities at every corner to just have that enjoy life. Elena, thank you so much for all the hopeful messages you give us. And uh, I just want to add something. It's not the end of the road. Even if you are diagnosed with unexplained infertility and you are struggling with this for more than 10 years, which Selena did, and there are uh, many other alternative situations that you have to go for it, find your healing opportunities, and uh, you can still have your baby. I mean, in many, many cases, we, we were the evidence that that's going to happen. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for being here. Hopefully we can see you later. And I'm going to add something else here. Salena is going to be the co-author of my new book, Naturally Healed. We're going to talk about chronic disease. And she has done amazing job in the book. And we can't wait to read it again. Thank you so much, Salena. Thank you. Thank you. Please subscribe to Panta Calhoun Transition Channel and order my book Naturally Conceived through Amazon. 
थैंक यू फॉर वॉचिंग